If you're anything like me, you're not drinking nearly as much water as you should. As much as we want to be healthy, sometimes it's hard to pick up that water bottle full of boring, plain water over and over again. Thankfully, I discovered Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a delicious water additive that has five essential vitamins, three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks, and hydrates two times faster than water alone. I love Liquid IV when I'm traveling because as much as I don't want to use an airplane bathroom, it is so important to stay hydrated when you're flying. Trust me, you'll feel so much better if you do. The packaging is super convenient and you can easily bring your empty water bottle through security, fill it up in the terminal, and add your favorite flavor of Liquid IV. I'm obsessed with the new strawberry lemonade flavor right now, but honestly you can't go wrong with any of them. Liquid IV is made with premium ingredients and is also gluten, dairy, and soy free, which is really such an added bonus. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JUDGINGYOU with no spaces at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JUDGINGYOU with no spaces at liquidiv.com. Everybody. Hello. My name is Shannon. I'm Alyssa. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Judging You. It's episode one of season three. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. And today we're going Reddit shit. Redden, yeah. Yeah. Redden. Redden. Judging Reddit. Judging Reddit shit. Judging German. Judging Reddit shit. Maybe let's not do German accents. We have listeners in Germany. Oh, we do. Yeah. I forgot about that. The 1% or whatever. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I'm so, I have a horrible German accent. Well, Uh, yeah, don't do it then. That's true. Yeah. That's true. The best I can do is Kielsi. Oh, that's Russian. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) It's the one word I can say. Nice. So, yeah. But do you have any jokes? Oh, uh, my life. Um, no. <laughs> hang on, I could get. I got jokes. I got jokes. I saw. Okay, I saw this fucking hilarious one on TikTok, mm-hmm. and it took me like five minutes to explain it to Zach. Maybe not five minutes, but like yeah. he did not get it. Okay, and this girl was like, "Who's got seven thumbs and just got fired from the mortuary?" <gasps> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he didn't get it. He didn't get it at first, mm. and I laughed so hard. And he was like, I don't get it. And I was like, I had to explain. I was like, how many thumbs do you have? And he was like, two. And I was like, and how many did she say she has? I don't know, like seven. I was like, uh huh. <laughs> and she's in the And she just got fired from the mortuary. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Where the dead people and are. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, uh And I was like, she's got no thumbs, babe. And he was like, oh. And I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I like it. It was so funny because he's like, I, I made him watch it like three or four times. I mean, it's a very quick joke. So it was, you know, but yeah. like. I like that one. Thank you. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. That's a good one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me find another one. Okay. Hey, Google, tell me a joke. Did you hear about the snowman that got upset when the sun came out? He had a total meltdown. Did <laughs> <laughs> it just do a it I don't know, did it? Yeah. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. <laughs> It's my Google. It's not your Google. What do you want me to say? To tell me a joke. Yeah, tell me a joke. A new one or that one? Uh, Tell a joke. Hey, Google. Tell me a joke. Did you hear about the snowman that got upset when the sun came out? He had a total meltdown. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. I love that. That's cute. It's a good joke. (laughs) Did you hear about the sensitive burglar? No. He takes things personally. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I like that one a lot. That's cute. <laughs> that one's cute. Alrighty. There's our jokes for the day. So we got some Am I the Assholes yep. for ya. You got some? You got some yeah, good ones? Alrighty. Did you read any of the ones I had? No. Okay, good. Um, I don't know. One of them is really short. Um, but I have a really, really long our slash off my chest that the, the first when i first heard it on tiktok i was obsessed okay i was obsessed i was waiting and waiting and waiting for the update and the update came okay so are you gonna start with that one no oh that's my last one you're gonna end with that one. i want to end with that one okay. so but i'll go with my short one first if, okay. if you want me to start sure. so okay 
am I the asshole for not giving my puppy away to a kid with autism? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I, 22F, have three dogs, one of which is the puppy in question. I recently got him. We traveled out of town with him to see my in-laws, and my boyfriend's autistic nephew was there. He immediately took to my puppy, and they spent most of the trip hanging out. His mom and my mother-in-law said they've never seen him take to an animal like that, and that him and my puppy have something special. Well, when we were leaving, he had a complete meltdown because he knew we were taking the puppy. My mom suggested we could let him stay and get a new puppy, and mother-in-law agreed. Oh, his mom. Um, And mother-in-law agreed. I said absolutely not, because he's mine, and I picked him out. Yeah. If they want him to have a puppy, they can go get him one. They said that it's not that easy, as my puppy is calm, and they took to each other, which they did. But still, he's mine. My boyfriend told me on the ride home, my mom was saying a lot about me being selfish and cruel, and he's wondering if I should have just left him. Am I the asshole? No. No. But also... I'm going to be the worst person in the world right now. I don't give a <laughs> shit child. about your autistic little kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I wonder how long she's had the puppy. I mean, he's a puppy, but like... Yeah. yeah. I mean, puppies are puppies. Puppies are puppies. Forever, but still. So, yeah. Like, the second you hand me a puppy and it's like, this is your puppy, that's my dog. True. As my dog. You feel dog. a lot more strongly <laughs> about animals than I do, but... True. Not that I don't love my pets. Right. But. Well, like, when you got Milo, if I walked in and was just like, oh, hey, no, my autistic nephew wants him. I mean, if I saw them bonding for a whole family vacation, maybe. I don't care. <laughs> if they paid me, like, it sounded like they were offering, I would the, be like, you know. 3000 bucks right now. And they'd say, no, that's so mean. Just give us the puppy. No. No. 3000 bucks. not giving you the puppy. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I would just be like, can we find a dog that looks just like him? Right? Or I just, Oh, your puppy is calm. He's not going to be for long. He's a puppy. What are you talking about? Like, I just, you know? Yeah. He just needs, like, a service dog mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I mean, they're a little pricey. But mm, still, like... I don't think she's an asshole. No. But I don't know. There were a few people in the comments that were just like, I can't believe you would take that boy from his dog. And I was like, that is That's not, not his, his dog. dog. <laughs> That's not his dog. No. Like... No. Yeah, they just happen to get along. Mm-hmm. Some people were like, I have an autistic son, and I would be so mad if somebody tried to take a dog away from my kid if they bonded like that. And I was like, fuck off. Okay, but it's not their fuck dog. Fuck off. Yeah, it's not your dog. It'd be one thing if you said, here, this puppy is for you, and mm-hmm. then you said, just kidding, never mind, I'm taking it exactly. back. Exactly. Like, that's different. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's not what happened here. Right? Ty, uh, Zach's brother has um, this little, little chihuahua mix. I'm not sure what the other part of it is because they're not entirely sure because it's you know a little rescue that they have that they were fostering and then adopted and his name's benny oh i would die for that dog i love that little dog and there's so many times that i like they like every time we go over to visit and they're there they always bring their dogs with them because they live in vegas they can't leave them alone for that long and benny loves me and i love benny we're so he's perfect he's precious little sweet little angel i have told them so many times like hey if he goes missing don't look at my house <laughs> and they're like right yeah <laughs> so i love that dog so much if i could just bring him home i would uh, zach and i might fight about it but like he would be coming home yeah so yeah so anyway yeah i was like i just think it's a sucky situation and people are like yeah. i can't believe what kind of an asshole you are and i was like no. no honestly i even the parent like even um the sister-in-law and mother-in-law i wouldn't say they were assholes no. either i would just be like it's a sucky situation but guess what it's my dog so yeah you can't expect me right? to do anything yeah in that situation yep okay this one i saved a while ago okay. so here we go yes am i the asshole for preferring an adult trip over one for kids Okay. Um, my 30 male girlfriend, Tara, 29 female, works in healthcare and makes about six figures a year. She's been saving a little bit of money out of each paycheck since she started working at 15 for what she decided would be her stupid money. Essentially money that she couldn't spend on anything practical and had to be something fun, which I love. I love that. That's great. Because yeah. it's always good because then you're like, oh man, I kind of want that. I have stupid money. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah, like. The rule that she set was that she had to spend the money before she was 30. Okay. I know all this because she's brought it up pretty often over the three years we've been together. Honestly, I've been excited to see what she would do with all the money she has saved. Today, she came over and told me that she had something exciting to tell me. She had decided what to do with her stupid money. The grand plan she had come up with was a Disney trip, which initially I was like, okay, whatever. Her family lived near Disney World when she was growing up. I can understand her wanting to use some of the money for a few days there. 
But she wasn't talking about just going to Disney World. Her grand plan was for spending the money she's been saving for almost 15 years at all of the Disneylands in the world. Tokyo, California, Paris, and apparently there's one or two in China as well. She asked me what I thought, and I had to be honest. So the conversation went something like this. That sounds like a trip a seven-year-old would plan. Do you Uh, seriously want to waste your money on that? uh, Dump his ass. Yeah. Dump his ass. What do you mean? It would be so fun. And he said, for a seven-year-old... You could spend part of your money on a trip to Disney World or whatever, but I would really rather be going somewhere that was for adults and actually had some kind of culture. She says, well, we wouldn't just be going to the parks. We would spend a few days in each of the cities, too. I then had to tell her how that made no sense. Take Tokyo, for example. She was planning on spending three days in the Disney Park and four days in Tokyo proper. One of the greatest cities in the world, and she wanted to waste almost half her time in an overpriced theme park. Fuck off. We argued back and forth for a while, and she ended up leaving. She called me a few hours ago to tell me that if I didn't want to go, she was going to take her sister as a high school graduation present, but that I was being an asshole about the trip she had planned for us. I feel like she may be the asshole for trying to take back taking me on a trip, but I may be the asshole for being honest and telling her I thought the idea was kind of ridiculous for an adult. Edit. I wanted to clear up some confusion I was seeing, although it seems I will be labeled the asshole no matter what at this point. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, I work six months of the year and technically have the rest of the year off, although I typically choose to work from home part-time during those months, which I could do from any country. What job do you do that right? you work six months out of the year I and then do that. part-time at home? Like um, As it isn't location or time dependent, so taking the time off would not be an issue for me. As for Tara, she's allowed to take off pretty much as long as she wants, so long as it is scheduled with her hospital long enough in advance. As far as cost, she was going to cover 100% of the air, travel, Wi-Fi, hotels, food, and entertainment. I was only going to pay for incidentals like souvenirs. You dumb son of a bitch. Like, I can't believe you just gave that up. This is your partner's dream vacation. Dream vacation. They want to spend their hard-earned, saved money on, Mm -hmm. and you squash it like a fucking gnat? Oh, that's not adult enough for me. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'm going on a fucking Disney yeah. World tour, bitch. Go, go date an 80-year-old woman then. Yeah. Peace out. I'm going to go have fun. Yeah. I don't... I can't understand when people are just like, Disneyland is not fun. Like, Disney World... I don't know if I want to go to Disney World, because yeah. it's just like... Yeah. I'm like, I've heard that it's just like... Magic fun? Kingdom isn't mm-hmm. all that. I haven't been to the other parks, but I hear they're better. Oh, okay. So... But like, yeah, I'm like, I just... I don't know. Maybe it's because it's Florida. <clears throat> I just... I, it seems so hot and humid. Yeah. So like, it we just... Went, we went in February. Yeah. So it was nice. That's true. But I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I just... I, I've had no real desire to go to Disney World. I have heard that Disneyland Tokyo is really fun. Mm-hmm. And I would love to go to Tokyo. But the other thing is that like, if you're going to Japan, people say like, you go to the hot... Sp- like the tourist spots and that's it. Don't go anywhere else. The rest of the, like, the city is gross and stuff. Like, it's just, Mm. you know, it's a lot of graffiti. It's gang violence and whatnot and stuff. And I'm like, there's definitely some shopping that I would love to do. But, like, Zach wouldn't care if I'm, like, he wouldn't enjoy the shopping. He would like that I'm having fun. But, like, he would be having fun. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. And I'm also the person that I'm like, hey, if I'm going to be saving up a lot of money, I'm going to be spending some time at Disneyland. You know, like, it's just, you know. Yeah, I love Disneyland. Yeah. And we went to Universal Studios. Yeah. The one in Florida is better. The one in Florida. If you ever okay. want to go, go to the one in Florida. I do want to go to the Harry Potter world yep. in Florida. The Harry Potter world in Florida so like, is way better than in California. Oh, there. Okay. Okay. Deal. But yeah, like, I feel like I understand where he's coming from if that's oh, yeah. not his jam. Sure. But like, it, that's your partner's thing. Yeah. I could understand too if, if he was like, hey, that's not something I'm super interested in doing, but you should take your sister and yeah. you should go and have the most fun sister experience of your life. Yeah. Like. Well, and like, you can drink. In the mm-hmm. Disney parks. Oh, yeah. There are legit roller coasters in the Disney park. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just little kid rides. Mm-hmm. There's fun things for everyone to I do. Know. Yeah, we're not just standing in line waiting for Peter Pan's ride, which is amazing. I haven't been on it in years, though. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you know. There's fun shit. There's fun shit. Yeah. yeah especially, they keep making it more and more fun all the time. Uh, Spider-Man's Web Slingers is exhausting. Yeah, but, like. <laughs> I feel like if you haven't gone on it, I will go on it with you. Oh, yeah. Other than that, I don't need to go on exactly. it. Exactly. It was fun. It was cute. It was all right. It was fun. But I was exhausted. Yeah. I'm out of shape. You know, like I just, you My know, arms were so sore. Even Zach was tired at the end. He was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, no, but not for me. Thank you. So but that would be like if Tony was like, my dream that I've been saving up for is going to like 
multiple magic tournaments or something mm-hmm. and we can spend time in different states and yeah. hang out and i'd be like okay i'm gonna stay at the hotel and swim while yeah. you go to your tournaments right? but i'll travel with you i'll travel with you and we can go to again fun dinner places yeah we can go to like i just touristy I places touristy places yeah. yeah take some fun pictures like i'm not a touristy person and i would still do that yeah. you know like i i'm very much a is there a theme park let's go you yeah. know other people are like, oh, let's go relax at the beach. I'm like, I'm not a beach person. It's too hot. It's I too am the sand. beach person. They're like, yeah, you're the beach person. Yep. When you're not babysitting someone's random child on the beach. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we went to the beach one time with our husbands, and uh, the boys are swimming in the water, even though they were like, we're not going to swim, so we didn't bring fucking towels. Literally in their day clothes. In their just, day clothes, swimming. Chilling. I had to go buy, you know, $15 beach <laughs> towels that we still have. I Good. still fucking have those. Good. But yeah, and we're there, and some little kid is just like running up to the waves, and she's there with her old grandma who can't keep up with her. She was like three. Yeah. She was little. Yeah, and this woman couldn't keep up with her, and like she's getting knocked over by the waves, and Shannon's like running up, being like, oh, oh no, like just, you know, stopping her from drowning, and this old woman's like, oh, your friend is so nice, and I was like, yeah, but no, I agree with it, like, you're such an ass, like, that's, I'm sorry, she wanted to go to every single park, every single park, that was your opportunity to go to like multiple countries. multiple countries yeah france yep japan mm-hmm. china and then a couple places in the u.s yeah fucking stupid yeah you're an idiot yeah you are an idiot yeah like <laughs> and she's paying for everything, everything. oh it's just yeah. it kills me mm-hmm. anyway we should move on okay. i could be mad about this for oh a while. i could totally be mad about <laughs> okay am i the asshole for asking my parents to please leave the parenting to their grandson of their grandson up to me and my wife yet not doing the same to my in-laws. I, 26 male, have a three-month-old son with my wife, 24 female. He's our first child. I have a good relationship with my parents. However, they, especially my mom, have a difficult time respecting my boundaries, and they were a bit overprotective of me growing up. I am their only child, so naturally they are going to feel protective of me. While I wouldn't go as far as to describe my mom as a helicopter parent, she seemed to have a hard time allowing me to make mistakes. She would want to have a say in anything I was doing and offer advice whether I wanted it or not. When I was little, this was totally understandable. But as I grew up, it became very annoying. When I moved out, I told her that now that I'm grown up, she needs to respect my boundaries, as well as accept that I might do certain things differently from how she does. I requested that she please ask me if I want help slash advice with something, Mm. and to please respect my wishes if I say no. She seems to have a very hard time with this. She'll reluctantly say uh, she'd do, or she'd try to do that, but honestly, I don't think she's making enough effort. We've argued about this many times. It really feels like she doesn't trust me. When my son was born, I asked both of my parents to please leave the parenting up to me and my wife, and if we need help, we'll ask. They agreed, though my mom seemed reluctant, not surprised. Now, I don't think it's my place to ask my in-laws to do this because they're her parents, not mine. I told her that if she would like her parents' help slash advice with raising our son, it was fine with me. And the decision of how much or how little involvement her parents had was up to her. I am also more comfortable with my wife's parents because she's the youngest of four children and therefore they have more experience as parents. They know when it's appropriate to offer help and when they should take a step back. Anyways, today we were having a barbecue for the 4th of July. We invited both of our families. It was the first time we've all been in the same room since our wedding. My mom saw how much my in-laws were helping our son, feeding him, changing him, putting him down for a nap, etc. They're mainly doing this because my wife was busy in the kitchen. My parents took me aside and asked why my in-laws, why I want my in-laws help, but not theirs. I told her the reasons. Dad took it pretty well. He enjoys being a fun grandpa. But my mom was very hurt. Now I feel bad. I was looking forward to a day of, or to a fun day with our families, but now I'm feeling guilty. My mom basically is just standing around doing nothing and looks hurt. My feelings of wanting her to leave the parenting up to me and my wife hasn't changed, but I don't know how to express this without, uh, without upsetting her. Honestly, I'm kind of wishing everyone would just go home. It just seems like a weird situation. I know. Like, like there was uh, someone in the comments. I should take a screenshot of it because it was really good. And it was just like... So, basically, what they were getting is you don't want your parents to have any involvement with their potentially only grandchild. Yeah. You know, like, the wife's family, they've got, you know, three other siblings and stuff. And that could have kids and whatever. And 
I'm sure they're just like, oh, fun little grandbaby and stuff, you know? Like, yeah. And from what we're getting from you from this is that you don't want your mom to do have any involvement. Yeah, I can see her not stepping in when she's not needed and, mm-hmm. or judging his parenting and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. just being a grandma. Right. Why? You can't be like, oh, well, you know, you guys got to play with him for a little bit and hold him while he was taking a nap. Mom, do you want to feed the baby? Yeah. You know, you like. Turn? Yeah. Yeah. But he's making, he's making it seem like he's like, don't fucking touch my kid. Yeah. Like, stop. You're parenting him. Like. It's, it's a three month old. Right. There's only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. Why? Exactly. I just, and other people, <laughs> and like, it was very split, but everybody has decided he's an asshole. Um, but like, it was split because some people were like, well, I had a horrible overreaching mom who blah, 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 blah. And I was like, from your own description, she was overprotective. Yeah. You haven't even given her a chance yeah. with this baby. Exactly. Maybe it would be fine yeah. and she would just be a grandma. Exactly. She knows the boundaries that you've now set kind of a thing. And like, I just, I don't know. As a hurt grandma, I would be like, oh, am I allowed to touch the baby? Yeah. Like, Am I allowed to do anything am or I should I just yeah. leave? I'll just sit over here. Yeah. Watch from a distance. Like being passive aggressive and petty like me, that would be me. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. I want to touch your baby then. Yeah. You're not setting up a very good dynamic for... Absolutely not. Other people were saying, like, oh, who's turning into their parent? Yeah, true. Like... True. So... Who's overprotective and mm-hmm. overbearing? It's you. It's you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it just... Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a weird... Mm-hmm. Like, what are you, why are you doing this? I know. It's it's different if they were like, oh, you know, if, if the mom or the grandma was already like, oh, why is he not wearing socks right now and stuff? And it's like, oh, because we're literally changing him. Like, he's, yeah. he's going to put on socks in a minute or whatever. <laughs> yeah, if she was bitching about what they feed him and how mm-hmm. they dress him and all that kind of stuff, sure. Yeah. Don't be that grandma. Mm-hmm. But if you just want to help care for your grandbaby... Yeah. Like, oh, here, she's busy. You're busy at the grill. I can change a diaper. Like, yeah. you know. That's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. But don't make it a big deal. Making it seem like don't touch her and stuff. Oh, and you can be fun, Grandpa, you know, in like a year from now when it's, can they can, you know, start having fun and sit up on their own or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like three more months from now, you can have fun with him. Yeah. Because he can, you know, do more than just be a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he seems fun. Yeah. He seems fun. I know. So. <laughs> okay. Am I the asshole for insisting my niece is co-flower girl with my fiancé's niece? Okay. This was deemed not enough info. Okay. My fiancé and I are planning our wedding. She comes from a large family. She has five sisters. Most of them have kids. Four of her sisters are her bridesmaids. One is serving as maid of honor. I come from a smaller family. Just my parents, my sister, and my niece, Bryn. Which I think is such a cute name. That's a cute name. Bryn is three years old and pretty much my best pal. I'm her godfather and I love her to bits. Oh, that's good. I love that. I didn't care when my fiancé didn't choose my sister to be a bridesmaid. And likewise, my sister was cool with it. I did. Yeah, especially if you have multiple sisters. Multiple sisters. Yeah. 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 Um, I did feel some sort of way because I have all four of my fiancé's brother-in-laws in my wedding party. Do you not have friends? My fiancé's brothers-in-laws? So, like, his, her sister's husband's? Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. In my wedding party, at my fiancé's request, but ultimately, it's her side of the party and she can do what she wants. Then it came to picking the younger roles in the wedding. Her older nephews are junior groomsmen, which I've never heard of, yeah. but Okay. The younger is the ring bearer. She only has one niece, Aubrey, who's four. My fiance wants her to be the flower girl. I said that's fine, but I also want Bryn to be one. They can walk down the aisle together and it would be super cute. Bryn loves playing with Aubrey, so they get along. My fiance says she wants our wedding to be traditional, so there can only be one flower girl. With junior groomsmen? Yeah. With an entire fucking huge party, yeah. but only one flower girl? Yeah. Hmm. I suggested Bryn could hold a sign or something while Aubrey throws flowers, but my fiancé said no. She can sit with my sister and parents. At this point, I insisted and said Bryn would be a flower girl. I texted my sister and asked, and she agreed. My fiancé got pissed, and I said, it's my day, too. Yeah. Bryn means a great deal to me, and she'll be in the we- she'll be in the wedding. My fiancé and Aubrey's mom are mad at me, saying I'm stealing Aubrey's spotlight. <laughs> Am I the asshole? And then there's an update. Um, This morning, my fiancé and I sat down about the wedding in general. I brought up Bryn and Aubrey. My fiancé just kept parroting. Um, It's traditional. Let Aubrey have the spotlight. She shot down compromise after compromise. Finally, my fiancé was honest. She doesn't want Bryn in our wedding because Bryn has Down syndrome. Yeah. She said everyone will be looking at her, taking pity, etc. 
Turns out it wasn't about a spotlight on Aubrey, but my fucking fiance. Oh, but on my fucking fiance. I told her to fuck herself, called her ableist, and said, don't worry, there won't be a spotlight to steal anymore because there's no wedding. Good boy. I left our apartment staying at my sister's and playing with Bryn. My phone has been blowing up with texts and calls from my fiance. Magically, she's ready to compromise now. Mm-hmm. I need time, but likely I'm done. You all were right. I don't understand how there's not enough information. Yeah. He's not an asshole at all. No. no. She is the worst. The worst. You, like, she it's would probably be the cutest. Probably. A flower girl. Right. Also, and, <laughs> and why would, like, why couldn't they just carry the basket together and, like, yeah. okay, kids with Down syndrome are still capable of doing that. Yeah. Like. It's not like she would be, I don't even know what. But, yeah. She's like, not in a wheelchair and can't do anything. Exactly. You know, like, she's not, like. like if anything, people are just going to think it's cute. Yeah. What is uh? It's like I'm trying to remember the ones that like literally they can, they can't even like like move their wheelchair themselves. Yeah, you know, I like know, that. Yeah. I could see if that was you know a little bit of a problem, but yeah. like it's yeah. still heartbreaking. You know. Yeah. I just this cute little buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's an asshole. Yep. 100%. Absolutely. And 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 that's like someone who's very clearly close to you and, st- and I just and I hate I absolutely hate when people say oh it's the bride's day. It is also my day. Yep. I'm the one that asked her to marry me. Yeah, I'm half of this. Thank you yeah. very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. So. She can have, she can make a lot of choices, but mm-hmm. the groom should also have a say. Absolutely. I don't, I, I get so. Mm. Yep. Like, if you have the mentality of this is my wedding day, not our wedding day, mm-hmm. then. Don't you, marry that person. Don't marry that person. <laughs> no. Yep. Unless you're ready to just give up exactly all freedoms in for, your life. for the rest of forever yep. yeah because they are going to be controlling everything you do for the rest of forever yeah if you are very much of a, the opinion of i really don't care and she can do what she wants that's fine too you know but if you don't want a bridezilla yeah. and you got a bridezilla mm-hmm. you might want to rethink your choices yeah. exactly you don't need it <laughs> oh that makes me mad she would have been Bryn is such a cute name too right. I i'm love sure she's that. adorable <sighs> And, like, I know, like, um, my um, stepbrother's son mm-hmm. is, has Down syndrome. And he is pretty high-functioning for yeah. a kid with Down syndrome. Like, well, I mean, in know, general. They're in general, not yeah. really, like, usually low-functioning unless no. they have other things going on. Mm-hmm. So They can hold jobs. Like, they can yeah. live in their own apartments and stuff. Like, sometimes they need a little bit of help. But, like... Yeah. For the yeah. most part, they're fine. For the most part, they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, okay. My turn. Am I the asshole for charging my friends for my homemade meals? Okay. I, 29 male, have always been passionate about cooking and experimenting with new recipes. Over time, my culinary skills have developed, and I have become quite adept at creating delicious and unique homemade meals. Many of my friends have tasted my creations and have expressed their love for my cooking. Lately, my friends have been requesting that I cook for them on a regular basis, as they find my meals to be restaurant quality and a delightful change from their usual routine. While I enjoy cooking for others and seeing them appreciate my food, it is quite time-consuming and requires a lot of effort on my part. Yeah. In light of this, I started charging my friends a small fee for the meals I prepare for them. I believe that my time, effort, and ingredients should be compensated for, just like any professional service. They're not paying for the food? No. Nope. <laughs> I am trying, I'm not trying to turn this, or turn it into a full-fledged business, but charging a reasonable amount helps cover the costs and acknowledge the efforts I put in. However, some of my friends are now upset and accusing me of being greedy and taking advantage of our friendship. Oh, sir. <laughs> Sorry. They argue that since I enjoy cooking, I should be happy to share my food without expecting any compensation. Mm. They claim that charging them diminishes the spirit of friendship and turns our gatherings into business transactions. I am conflicted now as I feel that my friends are being fair in their or unfair in their expectations. So Reddit, am I the asshole for charging my friends for my homemade meals? Absolutely not. No. If you offered Mm-hmm. To be like, hey, let's have a get together and I'll make the food. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Oh yeah. If they are asking you for regular meals, mm-hmm. a couple times who's a week. Entitled? Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna cook for us this like Tuesday night? We'll be there Wednesday and Thursday too. Like, yeah, no, no. Like, I feel like it would be a really hard line to draw if they were roommates. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it'd be like, yeah, if you buy the food, I'll cook it. Yeah. Or you know, something like yeah. that. But who's yeah. just like put in 10 yes, bucks please. And I'll buy, yeah. Make meals for me for free. Right? Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I like making filet mignon, okay? 
it's still expensive. Yeah. It's like, they, those are pretty, like, that's at least 12, 13 bucks. And that's me getting it from Walmart. Not even like a good butcher, you yeah. know, not saying that it's not bad, but like, yeah. you know, it's, that's 13 bucks per person. Yeah. And that's just the meat. Yep. Like, yep. not any sides that I'm putting on there and whatnot, you know? Yeah, that's oh, ridiculous. Gosh. So I read that one and everybody in the comments was like, bro, they are not your friends. They are using you. And he was like, I don't know if they're using me. And we were like, you are too kind hearted. Ditch them. Get some new friends. <clears throat> okay. You're going to like this one. You ready? Uh, yes. Am I the asshole for threatening to call the police on my brother for trying to force me to babysit his daughter after I told him multiple times that I don't want to babysit her? <laughs> I heard this one on TikTok and I scrolled past it. Oh. I heard it just today and I was like, nah, nah, nah. Like, I just was like scrolling past videos because like nothing was grabbing my attention. Yeah, it came out yesterday. Okay. I'm glad I didn't listen to it. I, 29 male, have a brother, 27 male, who has a four-year-old daughter. His daughter's mom passed away because of birth complications. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been raising her mostly alone ever since. Recently, he asked if I could babysit her for the night so that she, he could go on a date. But I refused because I'm not experienced with kids and frankly, I don't want to babysit. My brother kept insisting, saying that he is too tight with money right now to pay for a babysitter. But I kept refusing to do it. However, one day at around 7 p.m., I suddenly hear a little knocking on my front door. And there was my niece while my brother was nowhere to be found. I let her in my room, and then I started calling him multiple times, but he wouldn't pick up any of my calls. After half an hour, I ended up giving him a message that if he doesn't come back in 15 minutes, I'll report him to the police for child abandonment. He came back after 20 minutes, but luckily I didn't call the police yet. (laughs) He was absolutely furious with me and started berating me literally in front of his daughter, but I eventually made him leave my house with my niece. However, afterward... He kept giving me messages about how I failed as a, as both a brother and an uncle, that I proved to my niece that I don't love her and see her as a burden, and that I couldn't even allow him this night of fun when he hadn't had sex since his daughter was born. That's not what you should like. That's not the... <laughs> but I messaged him that the last thing is his problem, not mine, and mm-hmm. so he needed to figure it out on his own instead of pinning it on me against my will. However, this only got him to send even more venomous messages. My boyfriend however thinks that i'm acting like an asshole to him and that we could have taken care of my niece for this night without creating a scene okay no no he (laughs) dropped her what if you weren't home yeah what if you weren't home and he just left a four-year-old there like that's abandonment that is abandonment like neglect yep that's illegal yep how about you don't do that i just i really like okay because as a person who i don't love babysitting Mm -hmm. right um I would do it if my sisters really needed me to, you know, absolutely I would. I would do it for my friends if they really needed me to, you know. Um, I think I'm good with kids. Yeah. I just, I don't, I, I don't love being around them so You don't want to you know? choose to spend your time that way. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And But I, I would love, if you asked me to babysit, yes, I would. If Wendy asked me to babysit, yes, I would, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but I just, I don't know, I just, the idea that someone, that you would just show up and drop Adam off. Yeah, no. No, I know that you would never do that, but I would be so mad. I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's, it's insane. It's insane. Also, just leaving them at your house, okay? My dogs bowl children over. True. Okay? So that would either have to be me locking my dogs up for the night. Mm-hmm. You know, I just. Yeah. And it seemed like it was going to be like an all night an kind all of night thing, thing. Not yeah. just like a couple hours to go on a date. Yeah. Clearly well, you're trying to. Get this person who doesn't like, have a kid. Yeah. This person who doesn't have experience babysitting kids. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to babysit kids. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? To just yeah. take your child over there and be like, well, fend hey, for you, yourself. You don't have anyone else? What about her grandparents? What about right. your parents? Like Anybody. You know? Yeah. What? Uh, the other thing I would have to say, too, is that maybe I'm a horrible person or whatnot. Um, your four-year-old is going to bed at, like, what, 730? 8 o'clock. 8 yeah. o'clock. You can't just be like, okay, honey, go to bed, and then date, come on over, and have dinner at my house. Like, yeah, dinner and a movie or yep. something. Yeah. I mean, Netflix yeah, and chill. Yeah. I mean, there is the risk that your four-year-old might wake up and come out and everything, but, like, if this is the person you're expecting to be in your child's life, yeah. you know? Or is this just a hookup situation? If this is a hookup situation, then why are you wasting your time? Like, yeah. just, you know... Because he hasn't had sex for four years. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, it just makes me mad. It makes me mad. 
Really like, nice. I get where he's coming from. He's probably sad and lonely, and that sucks. Yeah, but you can't just drop your daughter off on someone's doorstep. Nope. Who's not willing to? No. Like, they've already said multiple times explicitly, mm-hmm. do no. not. Yeah. It's crazy. Ooh, I don't like You're that. You're lucky he didn't call the police. Right? Yeah. Dick bag. <clears throat> All right. Okay. I am at a loss of what to do with my 54 male wife, 51F's request. Mm-hmm. My wife and I have been married since 2001 and together since 1999. She's the most intelligent, thoughtful, caring, loyal person I know. Oh boy. And I have always thought of myself as fortunate to have met and married her. She is, even today, aesthetically beautiful, and men have told her this throughout our marriage. Oh no. Uh, she has always shot them down. <laughs> Good. Thanks. Earlier this year, she was diagnosed with, a, with uterine cancer, stage one, and had a full hysterectomy. I was never concerned about the cancer. It was diagnosed early, dealt with quickly, and she made a full recovery. I took time off of work to look after her um, after her surgery, and all seemed well. There were some to be expected emotional instances on her part, and although I am not an emotional person, we dealt with them together. (laughs) After her recovery, she was insistent that we start living life to the fullest. She took a and took a ten day trip to Europe, followed by a trip to Belize. We also have a trip to the UK and Spain slash Portugal later this year. What do you do? Right? I mean, they are your money. Still. Still, yeah. I am fine with these. Building memories and crossing bucket list adventures off, um, bucket list adventures off her slash our list. Um, I do not have a bucket list. Mm -hmm. You want to know why I consider that? I consider that unfinished business. Mm. So I'm not hanging around. I'm good. I'm going. Okay. <laughs> like that's <laughs> you don't need it to do. I, you know, I don't need to be a ghosty hanging out because I didn't get to, you know, go to Tokyo, Paris and say, you know, like just, or uh, Tokyo Disney and stuff. Tokyo Paris. Is that what you would count as your un- <laughs> Stuff like that, you know? ghost business? Yeah. I don't think that's so, what they mean, I but know, okay. But, yeah. <laughs> I also understand that these are the results of feeling fragile on her part. She also took up yoga, swimming, and healthy cooking classes. Um, I was fully on board until last week. Uh-oh. Last week, she came home from work and told me she wanted a hall pass. Oh, no. A one-time opportunity for her to have sex with someone else besides me. She said that since her cancer diagnosis, her outlook on life has changed, and she doesn't want to be handcuffed from doing things that she wants to do. Hmm. She explained that there is this guy at her work that she has always had some attraction to. He is leaving the company, and she will never see him again. So this is the perfect opportunity to sleep with someone else. She said that I could say no, of course, but that she would, quote, be mad slash disappointed at me for an indeterminate amount of time and that it would be confirmation of my male toxicity and insecurity. Wow. Yeah. I don't consider myself to be toxic. And if not wanting your wife of 20 plus years to have sex with someone else is insecure, then I guess I am insecure. (laughs) I told her that I appreciate her talking to me about this, but approval via coercion is not approval. No. I also said that I did not appreciate her language in describing my, as of yet, unknown reaction to this very large issue that could affect the rest of our marriage slash life. Yeah. I got up in the morning, um, and she basically said that she was sorry for putting such a large decision solely on my shoulders, and that to help, she was taking the decision away from me. Oh! She booked a hotel near where her coworkers are having uh, a party slash send off for this guy and would spend the night there with him uh, and hoped that I would be here when she got back. That's cheating. <laughs> what? That she would answer any questions I have about the night after it happened, but not before. She will not tell me who he is or anything about him because she knows me too well and that I will dwell and obsess over him and that it would make it too real for me, which is pretty accurate. Her POV is that the less I know, the better, which contradicts the offer to tell me anything I want to know after it happened. I think she knows I won't want to know slash ask anything, or she simply will not tell me. Part of me thinks at least she has been honest with me, and she has been through a lot since finding out she has cancer, so maybe I should just let it happen. I certainly have no concept of what she went through, so I cannot dismiss how this has affected her mental state slash outlook on life. Part of me wants to put my foot down and say that this is not going to happen and deal with those consequences when they happen. Her BFF called me callous for even suggesting that I wouldn't let it happen because I have no idea what she went through. 
I find it hard to be okay with the possibility of throwing away a 20 plus years of marriage over some guy that she has no relationship with outside of work and that I should I should just call her bluff. Maybe she thinks similarly that I won't throw away the marriage because of one encounter. I just don't know what to do. I empathize with her, but then an instant later I'm angry with her. Part of me wants to know who this guy is. What does he look like? What has he got that I, is so enthralling to her? Is he just a safe option? Is he married? Does his wife know? Mm-hmm. Would I be ca- or would I be a callous asshole for saying no? What can I do besides walking away? Update. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I heard that and I was like, ah! like I was losing my mind for a day because I was like, update, what happened? Update. 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 Yeah. Finally happened. Okay. Update. I received a ton of advice that I couldn't possibly respond to. I do appreciate the people who took time to offer advice in the comments or via PM. It has been an exhausting couple of days. I was hoping that my uh, opposition to her plans would give her pause, but unfortunately, that did not happen. Mm. I said I am a hard no and that I am not sure how I will feel about you if you go ahead with it. I was met once again with, this is for me. It will be one time. What can I say to help you deal with it? You'll get over it. We were meant to be regardless of the situation. Baby. Remarks leading to the, to up to Saturday. Mm. She left Saturday. Uh, ostensibly to meet her co-workers but in reality fuck the guy i asked her to text me when she was leaving to for the bar and when she did i asked her if she was going on or if she was really going through with this uh going through with this after her response of i am not answering any more questions tonight i will see you tomorrow that's my answer thanks i blocked my wife then i did something stupid or brilliant I went to the bar where the get-together was happening. Well, not the bar, but a transient bench, a transient bench across the street. I waited for a long time. It was running through my mind uh, leading up to this event that uh, I need to know who this guy was, maybe to compare myself against him, to see what he had that I did not. It was driving me crazy not knowing who he was and what was so special about him that she would ruin a marriage for. Mm-hmm. After what seemed like eternity, a woman that I recognized from my wife's office left the bar and got in a cab. Soon, other people started filing out and a whole group came out and people were hugging a man and shaking his hand. I assumed that had to be the, my guy. I didn't see my wife and had a brief thought that maybe she called it off. I unblocked her and there were no messages. Mm. Everyone said their goodbyes and left. Dude was standing outside for a few minutes, and then my wife came out. She looked around, took his hand, and started walking away together. Ow! Of all the emotions I went through, trepidation, sadness, anger, it was disgust that really encapsulated the event for me. This guy was short, fat, and bald. All of the things I cannot compete with. Ultimately... Ultimately, I felt like a pervert for watching from a distance. I followed until they got to the hotel and then turned around and went home. I woke up Saturday morning and put a lock on the master bedroom door. I moved her things to the spare room and left a note asking for her to find another accommodations as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. I visited another friend who is a lawyer and he gave me some sage advice and a couple of recommendations for divorce divorce attorneys and made the introductions. My wife had been calling me numerous times since around 11 or so. Once blocked, the calls go to voicemail. I listened to the first couple, but felt nothing but some satisfaction when she couldn't get through to me and was obviously becoming concerned. I didn't want to go home, but I left in such a hurry that I didn't plan an overnight properly. I got home around 9, and as per my buddy's advice, I recorded the interaction. Mm. I was halfway up the stairs when she came up from the family room asking what was going on. Could we talk? I thought we talked about this. What? I just answered that I am not interested in discussing this tonight and went to bed. After not getting a response from me through the door, she left me alone. I feel kind of like a child for not talking with her and shutting the door on her, but I just couldn't look at her. Monday, I got up and ready for work. She was waiting for me and asked if we could discuss getting back to normal. I said, you have been doing all the talking for both of us for the last week. Why don't you continue? And left for work. I have an appointment with the attorney my friend recommended for this week. So if there's another update, I will let you guys know. But like... The moment she said... I'm taking your choice away. Mm-hmm. She made her own damn choice. Mm-hmm. That would, yeah, that would have been it for me. Oh yeah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. You asked, I said no. Mm-hmm. Therefore, 
anything after that is cheating. Exactly. So, yep. fuck you. You exactly. know where I stand. You know how I feel. Mm-hmm. And you don't care. Yep. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like, the anger oh. that I had boiling in me when I listened to that first part, I was like, fuck this bitch. Like, I don't care. I don't care what... Ca- Here's the thing. If you want a fucking hall pass... Get a divorce then. Yep. Like, sorry, honey, I, I, I want to be a different person now. This this cancer scare, like... Open my eyes. Open my eyes and stuff, okay? Yeah. But again, that really just kind of goes back to me. In sickness and in health means nothing to you. Yep. Your vows mean nothing. Yep. Like, I just... You're telling me there was nothing before this mm-hmm. that made you... I mean, you said you've been attracted to this man for a while. For a while. And so. just being like, oh... I could have died of cancer. I could die by getting hit by a bus. Any day. A plane could literally crash on my house, which terrifies me because I live by the airport. Sure. And like, you know, and I, like anything could happen literally anytime. That doesn't mean that I should be like, oh, I deserve a hall pass because. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. Absolutely not. No. Yep. It's one thing, I guess, to ask, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you, but, it, no. but here's the thing. When you start having that and I say no, you're going to resent me for the rest of our marriage. True. Right? But you can't also turn around and then say, well, we're meant to be mm-hmm. anyway. So what does it matter? Yeah. It's going to happen. Like, so what does it matter? So what does it matter? Why are you going out? Yeah. Like. Why do you need this mm-hmm. if we are meant to be? Right? Buy, go on adamandeve.com. Get your shit and like whatever. Yeah. Just, you know, buy Explore your little toys. Explore new things together. Yeah. You don't need this. But not a short, fat, bald guy. No. Like. No. I can't compete with that. That yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that poor man. Mm-hmm. I. Ugh. Nope. I would have done the same thing. Yep. And I like how he's just like, no, I'm not going to yep. talk about it. He's I'm like, done. I've already told you. I said no. And you so, didn't like, care. You didn't care. Nope. Right? That and, shows me where I stand. And that's like the other thing, too, is that she's over here saying like, it's, it's not, hey, honey, let's try something together. Mm-hmm. It's. I'm going to do this without you. Yep. And you don't get a choice. And you don't get a choice. Yep. Again, I still don't think poly relationships work the way people want them to work. And the people may say they're fine right now. They're not going to work out the way you want them to in the long term. But that doesn't mean poly, or like monogamous relationships work out all the time sure. either. But like, I realistically, I, it just, you know, she's over here like, no, I'm just going to do what I want. Right. Like Fuck if she your feelings. had wanted like, to experiment with women or mm-hmm. you know try like the threesome situation or something like at least he would still be involved yeah but what if he said no then mm-hmm. are you gonna go off and just do whatever just you do want it, anyway yeah, i right? guess probably probably because that's clearly what she's okay doing yeah. and for her fucking friend to be like you, you don't, don't know what she went through neither do you bitch yeah like <laughs> yeah did you also have cancer and have a full hysterectomy no i don't fucking think you did yeah and even if you like, did you wouldn't have gone through the same thing exactly everybody's different everybody's different yeah yeah. yeah. To me, I genuinely think that would just make me cling to Zach even more. Mm-hmm. You know? I probably would still, like, I don't know, maybe I'd want to travel, but I'm not a traveler already. I could like, see just, doing, like, bucket list yeah. things, you know? Like, oh, I had a death scare, mm-hmm. quote unquote, so I'm going to do all the things I've always wanted to no, do. You know but. what was on my bucket list? Seeing David Bowie perform live, and I can't do that. Oh, not so, not like. Either. Nope. I, mm, yeah, divorce, I divorce, guess. Divorce, yeah. He's doing I just, the right thing. And I know and some people would be like, well, I mean, it's it's the same thing as like finding out, you know, like 15 years ago, your wife cheated on you one time. No, it's no, fucking it's not. not. No, it is not. No. You know, like that is, this is not the same thing. A few people were trying to say that. And I was like, no, it's not. No. 15 years ago. And I'm going to do this on Saturday. Fuck you Whether feelings. Whether you like, like it or not. Yeah. yeah. Like, it would still be a shitty situation, mm-hmm. but at least you could be like, well, if it was the one time and he hasn't been in your life since, like, mm-hmm. what can I do now? Exactly. Versus you do not care about my feelings and mm-hmm. you're doing it no matter what. Exactly. I've, I've already told you no right now. Like, yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Yeah. There's the drama that I've been, like, stewing on for days. Yeah. So, like, I genuinely care about this man and I want to know what's happening in his life. Yeah. So... I need the update. Like, do you want me to come punch your wife? I'll do it. Yeah. I'll come punch her. For free. Right in the face. Yeah. Right in the nose. Let's go. Yeah. Like, oh, the sheer audacity that some people have. Oh, I had a death scare, so I'm going to ruin your trust in me for the rest of our lives. Go fuck somebody else. Yeah. And like how he was talking about, you know, maybe I should just let her do it and be done with it and mm-hmm. like get over it. You wouldn't. Though. You wouldn't. You, you would infest her mm-hmm. forever. And then you'd be upset and angry and then she'd be like i just don't understand you said this was fine and like 
Nope. If you're not fine with it, don't agree to don't it. Don't agree to it. Nope. Set your boundaries. Oh, yeah. If they cross them, you find out real quick who they are, Yep. I guess. I, there was this other one I listened to, but, like, it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense, so I didn't super want to read it, but, like, there was, like, four updates or some shit. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, kind of the same thing. They were supposed to get married in two weeks, and she brought her boyfriend with her to a therapy appointment, and she and her therapist were like, oh, we want to open up the relationship. The therapist, with the therapist? Not with the therapist. Oh. <laughs> but the therapist was like, she wants to open the relationship, and she thought it would be easier if I was here to, like, help explain it to you. And he was like, what? Hmm. And she was like, well, yeah, I mean, um, I haven't, like, been with as many people as you've been with before we started dating, because he had slept around a little bit, and she'd only been with, like, one other person or something. Mm-hmm. And he was like... We're not. He's like, oh, okay. So we're opening the relationship. We are. No, and she, she. She's opening the relationship. She yeah. wants to sleep with other people. You can't. She I'm going to. Straight up was like, I wouldn't be able to handle it knowing you were going to be sleeping with other women. What right? do you expect from me, bitch? So he goes, okay, ring back. Yeah. We're not getting married. Open relationship. Open, yeah. End of relationship. And she was heartbroken and devastated. And the and the therapist was like, no, you can't do this. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Like, this yeah, is not what's supposed to be going on. And um, the therapist is like, no, this isn't how this is supposed to be working out. What are you talking about? This is supposed to be like the best thing for your guys' relationship ever. No, it's not. No. No, it is not. No. Someone saying I should be allowed to sleep with whoever I want to sleep with, but, but you, you can't. fucking can't yeah. is not a good way to have a relationship no. like no um so he gets pissed and he's like no we're not getting married right and she takes like it takes a few days he finally agrees to meet with her and stuff because her sister and her parents are begging him to meet her again and all this stuff and he's like i would have blocked everybody at right? that point he was like what and she also was like um she's like i'm not cheating on you here's my phone i can prove it like i, I haven't been talking to anybody and all this stuff right and she's like here's my journal that i've been writing in for the last like forever since i started seeing this therapist and whatnot and she's blaming the therapist okay for wanting this right so he starts like finally is just like this is bullshit i don't want to do this blah 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 blah. your parents can fuck off too your sister can fuck off too really don't care like all this Mm -hmm. stuff right and then one day has the journal with him because she'd like forced it onto him and whatnot he starts reading it okay Mm -hmm. very much in the journal from the start of her therapy the therapist is saying you need to open your relationship She's writing about how she doesn't want that, how she doesn't like, and it's, it's dated. It's like she, the journal she's been keeping. Right. And she's like, I don't really want that. I want us to be us, blah, 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 and all this stuff. But she keeps saying that that's what's best for our relationship and that he's not going to want to keep being with me if I don't have enough experience and all this, like just going off about how this therapist has been no, that's not a coercing point. her into wanting to open the relationship right Mm -hmm. and so he got pissed and like called her and he's like is this true is she telling you all this and she was like yeah like that's what she's been saying this whole time and she said that you would leave me if if we didn't if we didn't kind of a thing and he was and she was like but i i've i've stopped seeing her i'm not gonna see her anymore because i i just want you and i was only doing what i thought like what she said because everyone thinks that therapists are the end all be all and perfect in every way they're so smart they have to know like which i do think therapy is they still are good. very helpful yeah. very helpful you need to find one that's not crazy right yeah. So he gets pissed and he calls the office that she works at to report her oh no <laughs> And the therapist office calls him back asking a whole bunch of questions, right? Mm -hmm. And um, he's like, what the fuck is going on? And they say, well, you're not the first person who's reported her. Oh. So she's Why like, is she still fucking so, working Well, they were, then? they didn't know, like, because uh, the other people had just left reviews. That was it. They just stopped Uh-oh. coming in and, like, left anonymous reviews and everything. Gotcha. And he was the first person that was like, hey, I'm fucking this so-and-so. Like, yeah. yeah. And so um, they had all these other, like things yeah she got fired and stuff and i and they're trying to work it out and i was like yay but like yeah i'm like fuck this therapist like my only question though there's just a million updates so like yeah yeah. (laughs) i didn't want to read all that my only question though is what did she bring up in therapy to make the therapist believe their relationship wasn't going well and needed to I think to it be was fixed. just that maybe she was like, well, I'm a little resentful that he had, like, slept around more. and maybe it's about like, getting married. Yeah, maybe I'm nervous maybe. about getting married. And, like, I think she had said that she was, yeah, that she had been a little jealous that he had had more partners than her. And that it was like, well, what if he gets bored of me kind of a thing, you know? And the therapist was like, oh, well, then you have to open the relationship and stuff. Polyamory fixes everything for everyone. And stuff. Like, I just, yeah. 
That's insane woman. Like, the little, just a side shoot, reminded me. Um, my mother in law was talking to me a few weeks ago. She works at a very, very fancy massage place, mm-hmm. like a spa place. And apparently, there was this guy that used to work there who was like the head manager guy. Mm-hmm. And when he interviewed new massage therapists, he would give them a massage <gasps> as part of the interview. I don't like that. And he would also do the deprivation tank with them. Naked. Ah! What wait, oh what what's a deprivation? Where you just float in like the salt bath. Oh, okay. But in like in the dark. Oh. Mm. Isn't that fucking weird? That's fucking weird. He did this for years uh, and nobody said anything about it. Illegal. Right? I if I walked into that bath. interview, I'd I would be walking be gone. right out. Yeah. You're like, mm, be like no. why do you need to massage me? Yeah. You should be asking what I can do. Yeah. You should be saying like, "Oh yeah, show me." How, and they're show me all how you like young twenty-something girls. Of course they are. Of course. Like, but yeah, I was just that made me think of oh, all the people leaving reviews for her. Brody. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. Uh, my old boss was a creep. So. At, not. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, can't say the place. Yes. Um, <laughs> at the place. At the place. Yeah. But um, I never got the vibes he was being creepy to me. But he would definitely be creepy towards some of the other staff. I'm not cute. I told you that. Shut so up. like. Um, <laughs> And I think it's also because I very much put off the air of don't try. Like, you know, um, you hold your boundaries without even saying them. He was definitely creepy to other people and whatnot. And uh, we probably, yeah, should have reported him a lot sooner. But to me, I was just like, he's just a weird dude. Like, I didn't, I never saw the creep to me. It wasn't coming to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't really see. I was just like, he's just weird, you know. And some people just are a little eccentric and they don't mean anything by it. You know, I did have another manager when I worked at Arby's who, um, he would say stuff like, oh, I'm so lucky I get to work with such beautiful girls. I'm so lucky I get it. Like, oh, my gosh, your hair looks great today and all that stuff. Yeah. And all the girls were like, oh, he's being a creep towards us. And I was like, or I'm covered in grease and my hair is in a grody ass ponytail and I have this stupid fucking visor on. Right. Maybe he's just trying to make me feel better about looking like the biggest dope in town right now. Yeah. Like, like I feel like if Eddie said that to you right now, it would feel like. An uncle just mm-hmm. being like, oh, yeah, your hair looks nice. Yeah. Like, did you get it done? Oh, like, I say it to the guys so at work all the time when they get a haircut. I go, oh, you got a haircut. It looks great. And they're yeah. always like, thank you. We're not like, supposed to do that at work. Oh, really? We're not supposed to compliment people because of harassment. Oh. Yep. I just, like, it's it's, it's so hard. Like, it's so stupid. Like, yeah, they, the girls reported that one manager at Arby's mm-hmm. and stuff, and he came around apologizing to everyone. And I looked him dead in the face, and I said, I've never felt harassed by you. You don't need to apologize yeah. to me. Don't apologize to me. Yeah. Like, I've never felt harassed. And he was always the one who was always like, oh, my wife is so beautiful. I'm married to the most beautiful woman in the world. She's amazing and I love her and stuff. And she'd walk in and he'd be like, there's my wife and like run over to her and stuff, you know? And like. So he's just that guy. He's just that guy. He's just the one who's like, again, I felt disgusting. I'm covered in grease. I've got people yelling at me all day. It's 1130 at night. Yeah. Yeah. And he comes out and he goes, I'm so lucky I get to work with such beautiful girls. And yeah, maybe he should say like, I'm so lucky I get to work with such smart girls. I might not be smart or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not be smart so fuck i hate when people are like oh you're just like why aren't you complimenting my intelligence i don't know if you're smart True. i know you're pretty True. like you know right away. i can see that yeah. i can't tell if you're smart i can't tell if you're a nice person yeah like you know Ooh, it makes me mad it's just stupid yeah. i just hate that everybody's immediately jumping to any compliment is you're sexually harassing me yeah like, It'd be one thing if he came up behind you and, like, mm-hmm. tried to hug you or, like, do something yeah. weird along with it. Right? Or yeah. if, if he continued, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so lucky I get to work with such beautiful girls, such beautiful young girls, beautiful girls with their beautiful hair and yeah. their beautiful eyes. Like, if he kept that up, no. That's weird. But yeah. he would say stuff because, like, one of the girls was also going to Evans, and so she'd come in with her hair done all the time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, my gosh, your hair looks amazing today. And she'd be like, thanks. And I'm like... Stop making it weird. Stop making it weird. Yeah, it doesn't have to be weird. Yeah. Like, all y'all, shut the fuck up. Like, it just makes me so mad. Like, because it, it diminishes what actual harassment is. True. You know? Yeah. And it, it silences people mm-hmm. when they're just trying to be nice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I just, ooh, I hate it so much. I hate it so fucking much. Like, it's... There was one time I was in the grocery store, and this older gentleman came up to me, and he was like, your hair looks like it smells nice. Oh, no, that, that's like, harassment. I was like... <laughs> Thanks. Okay, I'm going to go away now. Okay, bye. Right? It was awkward. I, just, I was like, no. Yep. No. But, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But if an older gentleman just came over and was like, my, you're a beautiful young lady, and then went along his way, mm-hmm. I'd be like, 
Okay. Right? I tell people all the time, like, if I see them at the grocery store and I like their hair, I tell them, oh, yeah. Your hair looks great. I try so hard because that might be the fucking thing they needed to hear that day. Me too. You know? Yep. Or their outfit or their. mm -hmm. If I see tattoos in the workplace, I'm like, I love your tattoo (laughs) that I can see in the workplace every time. (laughs) Right? Every time. Oh, man. Yeah. We did have one guy that worked at Arby's that had straight up naked girl on his arm. And I was like, yeah. If it's like a scene or there's like words or something, yeah, I, I understand like, covering that up. Yeah, but for the most part, I don't tattoos like flowers. don't matter. Yeah, I got, I got like, flowers. You want me to cover yeah. this up? Yeah, it's yeah. a fucking flower. It's a fucking flower. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I just I have a sparkle. Do yeah. I have to cover my sparkle? Yeah, <laughs> so dumb. It's so dumb. Anyway, we just. Well, that was fun. Good yeah. That was a good first episode. That was a good so. first episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. And uh, those were some interesting stories. I so. know. If there is an update, I'll let you guys know okay. about him. I'm really invested fun. in his life, and I genuinely care about what happens to yes. him. So, yes. yeah. Also, um, if there's anything that you guys want us to do, yeah. now that we're in, like, season three, yeah. like, quote unquote, let us know. Please. Any movie suggestions? Mm-hmm. Any, like fun games I don't know yeah. just give us ideas yes. pretty much that's all I'm asking <laughs> but we love you love you have a great time have a great time I just waved thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode let us know what you think by leaving a comment or sending us an email at bmoviebashpodcast at gmail.com you can listen to our episodes on all your favorite podcast platforms including Spotify Stitcher Google Apple Amazon Music and Audible or you can find the video versions on our YouTube channel if you want to support the podcast you can find our coffee link on our anchor page make sure to like subscribe and tell your friends